guys, we were thinking today, Steph yes. and I, this is Steph, by the way. Hi. Steph. Yes. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi. It's your first I'm time here in a long time. I know. Steph Salinas, <clears throat> Director of Events and Spanish Ministry mm. for Blessed is She. Wow. Um, and I'm just very happy to be here. What's up? App tech support. Mm. You are kidding me right now. Let's see. Tech support. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Gals, I'm Beth. Welcome to Blessed is She Q&A. We do this every Tuesday. We go live. And we've started doing these little themes so we can chat about different things. And I'm very excited to talk today about summer. Now, for many, many years, I was a youth minister, 11 years. So I went from school, high school, into college. I was always on um, like a student and academic schedule. So like my summer schedule with my teens as a youth minister really transitioned as well, um, or really followed that same like pattern, right? I, so I would change up things in the summer. And then when I started working for Blessed Is She, <clears throat> obviously we don't need an academic calendar or schedule. And so I kind of lost that rhythm of the summer being different, if that makes sense. But praise God for the church. We have liturgical seasons and that's really rooted me. But I think there's <clears throat> something really interesting here. I think there's an opportunity and option to be intentional with the season of summer. And I feel like I'm seeing more and more conversations about that online. People saying, like, I, I don't want to miss this opportunity. Maybe you're like that and you actually have more time in the summer. Maybe you're a teacher or the kids are at home. And so you, you don't have the same kind of responsibilities during the summer. In some ways, I think the more time and space we get, <laughs> we're just very quick to fill that up. But I think it's important that we talk about this right now because actually, I think tomorrow's technically, Jenna's always reminding me, it's technically the first day of summer tomorrow. Oh. June 21st, is that is right? It? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So technically tomorrow's the first day of summer. So we're not late on this. We're not We're not sleeping on summer over here. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wrong one. Yep, that one. Guys, thanks for hanging in there with us as I'm just chatting about summer. Oh, hi from Reno. Praise God. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. So we thought we could talk about just being intentional. And I just think intentionality is the name of the game because how often do we move through summer or any liturgical season and, and look back and think like, wow, that was kind of a missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. Here's like this time, but we didn't have a plan. We didn't think or pray about it at all. And then the time just sort of passed us by and we're exhausted, stressed, bummed, you know? And I think in the same way that we plan summer vacations, it would be helpful to plan for some kind of spiritual formation in the summer, some kind of spiritual refreshment. So we were hoping to kind of do the blessed is she thing to chat about prayer and community uh, through the summer intentionally. So I'm curious, drop this in the comments. Um, what do you guys do in the summer? Do you have plans for prayer and community? Let us know. Can I share one thing? Steph? Yes. I remember the first time I moved into a house. 
um, that we were renting, I was very excited to finally be able to do something with those girls, ladies, women. You. And so you, blessed is she was offering this summer series. I remember this. It was like, I don't even know how many years ago. Yeah. Five years ago, maybe where it was a short video a talk by like, I think it was father Kurt. That's right. And I just invited friends over and I said, I don't know what we're doing. Um, we're going to watch this video and then we'll talk about it. And so I had like 15 girls in my young adults, we were young adults yeah. in my living room. Um, and we were just watching this video. I saw pictures from it. It's so sweet. I think you texted me from your house that night. Yeah, like I did. And it was just, we were have, we were watching these videos, having conversation. I went to like the dollar store to get a bunch of snacks. Yeah. It was very How minimal, sweet. but it was the sweetest time. And my friends yeah. still bring it up. Like, remember when you did that? Um, and I'm like, I literally just hit play on a video. Yeah. And then we just talked about it. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, didn't someone also... Well, your husband's a musician, Chilo. Mm -hmm. Shout out. Um, didn't Chilo also come out and like yeah. lead some worship? Yeah, he did worship on our last night together. So, it was so sweet. sweet. Yeah. Because that best. summer series was three talks. It was three talks. So did you guys meet all three times? Yeah, we did. Wow. We met three times. And then on the last night, Chilo brought his guitar over wow. and he just led worship for us. Wow. So sweet. Okay. I think there are opportunities to do stuff like this. Mm -hmm. In fact, we're going to have a summer series on the blog coming up, and maybe I'll develop something. Ooh. Maybe I'm already supposed to be doing that, and I just haven't done it yet. Sounds par for the course. <laughs> um, I, so I think there are opportunities. I can do it, Steph. Um, to, like, use a resource in a really intentional way this summer. And I personally am kind of on the brunch train. I just feel like the brunch is the way yes. to go. I think it is the easiest, most fruitful, most beautiful time. So we've had two brunches here in Phoenix in the past two weeks, yeah. really. We did one for the Blessed Is She um, weekly nights kicking off. That was June 3rd. And then Steph hosted one at her parish yeah. yesterday. It was so good. So cool. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like that they're so user-friendly. They're very easy to host. It's an excuse to get together. Do you know what I mean? It's an event to get together because sometimes with my girlfriends, I'm like, what works? You know, when works? Can we do this? Mm -hmm. And we're going back and forth. But if we just say, like, there's an event, it's on this day at this time, people will make it work. You I know? think it's just like you said, it's being so intentional about it. Yeah. As soon as we set a date, there's no turning back. Totally. Just saying, yeah. Instead of just saying, what, let's go back and forth and find a day that works for everyone. Yeah. It's just choosing a date and time and then we'll move things around and we'll make it happen. Well, and here's the thing. I think you could do it again. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? This isn't like, a, yeah. it doesn't have to be a one-time thing. It could be a kickoff thing. Okay. Another option for an event to come around. Justine talked about this on stories last week. I need to text her because I was very inspired by what she shared. I just felt like she demystified evangelization. She talked mm. about like the best way to evangelize is coffee dates. And I was like, that is so <laughs> true. People just open up mm -hmm. over coffee. And so mm -hmm. uh, a couple of years ago, we did this initiative. I don't know if you remember this, where we encouraged people to do um, yeah. communion and coffee, like to meet up for a daily mass and then get coffee. Isn't that so sweet? So I just think, yeah, even like once a month, once a week, if you have time, you know, I literally made plans for a communion and coffee date this morning. What? We, we didn't do it this morning, but we're doing it 
you know, and we kind of were like, what date works for you? So it's mm-hmm. like two weeks out or something. But I'm like very excited about my communion and coffee date happening July 8th. I was at, at my friend's house yesterday and she's very extroverted. So she's like, mm-hmm. she's the one that like reaches out to me about hanging out. And she lives five minutes away from me. Mm-hmm. And so I took my kids over um, and we hung out and we just talked. Yeah. And we talked about scripture. We talked about oh. the chosen. But she's going to the Phoenix nights. Yeah. And one thing that she... I guess the grace for her that she's realized that she's gotten out of um, attending these Phoenix nights is that the people that she rides with in the car to the Phoenix nights, yeah. they're able to get into these conversations wow. about the Lord where usually their conversations are just are friendly. They're about other things, um, but being able to have this space and time where they're dedicating that car ride to talking about the Lord, talking about wow. scripture has meant a lot to her. Yeah, yeah. You guys, I just have no idea why that's doing that. It doesn't even say like card full. No. Like as if that's the reason why. Yes, that's cool. Megan, did you just bring that up? Did we say that? Evangelism is relationship and prayer is relationship. There's a connection there. Thanks for pointing that out. Beautiful. Okay, let me see. What are these other comments? Can we scroll a bit? Communion and coffee, you guys, is where it's at. I I do that with a friend, friends, at least twice a month. Mm. I love Saturday morning mass in my parish at eight and then go get coffee. And usually it's like, I'll block on my calendar. If mass is at eight, I'll block until 11 or 12. Wow. Like, I just want to be, I just want to linger. Mm. And of course, my schedule, my state in life makes that possible, you know, to kind of have more flexibility. <coughs> But one of my dear friends who I do this with regularly has a 10-month-old, my godson, and she brings him and we hang out and everybody just like has a snack and you know what I mean? It's a really lovely lingering morning and that's very refreshing, very, very refreshing. So I want you to have these encounters, these visitation moments, if you will. Mm. I want you to have these on the regular. You know, I I want you to kind of help yourself to be encouraged and um, to prioritize community. And and so I think that's one part of what we're talking about is like coming up with a regular um, experience of community to help you stay connected this summer. But those those two pillars of blessed is she prayer and community. I think we need intentionality on the other side too, Mm -hmm. which is how are we going to pray this Mm -hmm. summer? What does prayer look like this summer? Because our schedule is different. Okay, so you have one in school. Yep. And then three at home. Mm -hmm. How has your schedule changed? How does prayer look different in the summer? I shared a little bit at the Phoenix night last week where I was a little flustered about not being able to make it to the chapel because I have my three littles at home. And my daughter, we're driving her to and from BBS. And the Lord very clearly just said, I just want to hang out with you on your couch. And to me, what a word stuff. I know it was so, I was very thankful that he said that to me that, you know, he doesn't overlook my desire to want to spend time with him. And yeah, it was just so beautiful to receive that the permission of getting rid of like that expectation of how perfect my time with the Lord needs to be. Obviously when I can make it to the chapel, I will mm. definitely try to make it to the chapel. Yes. Getting 
to VBS maybe 10, 15 minutes early and stopping by before picking up my daughter um, or walking in with them, all of them afterwards, you know. But I think the Lord has really shared with me, you know, it's going to look different and it's not going to be what you want. Yeah. But it's going to be what you need. Ooh. And I'm just very grateful for that. And obviously people are, like you said, more free in the in the summer. So yeah. being able to go over to a friend's house, she, she works for the schools. So she's off in the summer, being mm-hmm. able to have that time together. And one thing I really want to encourage is don't assume that someone is too busy to invite them to something yeah. because maybe that's what they're needing. Maybe they are too busy and prioritizing everything else and all they need is an invitation mm-hmm. from someone to join them at coffee. Yeah. You know, for some coffee after communion and it's just yeah. Man, people love to be invited. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, I I was telling I was telling a friend like we give we give other people the permission to say yes or no, right? We assume that they're yeah. going to say no, so we just don't invite. Wow. But we also give them an opportunity to say yes, and we'll, we're missing out. Yeah. Totally. Jenna shared a little bit about that yesterday, about, you know, just just inviting someone over, just inviting someone to go to mass Gosh, with you. Yeah, we've been doing um, our Blessed She weekly nights. We've been doing uh, an eight-week series using the Seek His Kingdom study mm-hmm. on the Gospel of Matthew, which is insane, so beautiful, so blessed. And that's been like a really nice summer, mm-hmm. like steady summer thing that yeah. we're doing that I like look forward to every, every week. Yeah. Was last night week four? Week, it was week three, three, but yeah. we did um, the part three, but we did the brunch. So yeah, we've done this four times and um, it's just been very beautiful, really mm-hmm. life-giving to have that like regularity, I think in a time in a season that I think is more unstructured for most people, it's nice to have that rooted community experience, which we're also praying with that study. Um, and gosh, when you share prayer with friends, I just had this experience. Megan, when did I talk to you? I, I mean, I talk to Megan nearly every day, but was it yesterday, Megan? I was dying because the Lord was doing so much and we didn't connect over the weekend. And when I like shared just like, like the, the lowest hanging fruit, like the easiest thing to share in terms of like graces, the things that were most prominent in my heart, the feedback that Megan had for me made it so much richer, Mm. like helped me to receive it, which is the beauty of spiritual direction really, because we like bring our prayer and sometimes we're like not even aware of how much grace the Lord is giving, you know? Yeah. And so for Megan to like see the beauty of what the Lord was doing and saying and celebrate that and like reverence it. Megan's wow. so good at this, like reverencing what the Lord is doing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't even see that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why the community aspect is so like integral. You know what I mean? Did yeah. I say that right? Integral. Integral to the prayer part helps us to receive the gift yeah and it doesn't necessarily mean that we only need to pray one way or the other we all we don't only need to pray in our in our inner room and that's it yeah we don't only need to pray in community but finding a way to balance both is it sustains us we weren't meant to be alone we've been reading the scriptures like jesus sent people out in twos yes he did you know we we need that we need accountability we need encouragement we need affirmation mm-hmm. um, and we need we need to see the way that the lord works miracles in other people's lives totally it it's helps so our faith mm-hmm. totally 
yeah, we, we're Catholic guys. This is a both and situation. We get it all. You know what I mean? It's not mm -hmm. one or the other. Just so beautiful. Okay, can I tell you how I'm praying in a new way this summer? Yes, I literally, I was thinking about the Q&A and I'm like, gosh, what am I even doing? And then I realized I was already doing something. The Lord is so sweet mm -hmm. to like give me integrity oh. <laughs> with what we talk about here, yeah. you know? I was like, I don't really feel like I'm doing anything intentionally for summer. I didn't realize that that I'm doing it for the summer, but it, I started something new that has been so life-giving, so crazy beautiful. I started praying night prayer. Ooh. Liturgy of the Hours night prayer. Mm -hmm. I have like my night routine. I'm a big night routine gal. I've big. seen it. It's, it's involved. <laughs> it's the whole thing. I do shower every night. I don't necessarily wash my hair. Okay, everybody calm down. I know I'm stripping my body of its natural oils. I've heard it. I've heard it all before. But it's very good for me to like wash away the day, mm -hmm. recall my baptism. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's just very, I'm telling my body it's time to like slow down and calm down from the day. Mm -hmm. Um now we pray the rosary in the morning, but I used to pray the rosary at night. Anyway. So I haven't, I've tried some different things to replace the rosary in the mm -hmm. evening and nothing really sticks. Like I was trying to read divine intimacy at night and mm -hmm. I was like, just trying to get through it. I wasn't necessarily, yeah. I was tired ultimately. I'm only realizing that talking to you guys about it right now. See, I was too tired to do that, to like really engage in that. But like praying liturgy of the hours, praying night prayer, which is very short, mm -hmm. it's brief. And I know many of the prayers by heart from previous seasons of praying it. I just feel carried by the rhythm of the church. I, I'm just carried by the prayers of the Psalms, the prayers of the scripture, mm -hmm. the prayers of, of the church. It's been very beautiful. And here, Megan doesn't even know this, but Megan inspired me. We, I wanted to talk to her the night before and she's like, oh, we're doing family prayer. And I was like, aw sounds so nice that mm -hmm. people do like family prayer. Mm -hmm. And I was like, listen, my house, my life is consecrated to the Holy Family. So I just felt this little invitation from the Lord to like pray night prayer as my family prayer at night. And I just pray with the Holy Family. I'm gonna pray. Isn't that so sweet, you guys? Come I on. live alone, but the Holy Family, my house is consecrated to them. So I just pray. I'm gonna be very real with you. I have a, I have a stuffed animal. So <laughs> I have a stuffed Jesus. It's incredible, honestly. It is. It's so soft. Isn't it yeah. amazing? People are always like, "Oh, okay, Beth," and then I'm like, "Wait, just hug him, hug him." And literally every single time, they're like, oh. "Like Beth. people just melt." He, it's amazing. Wait, I was there the first morning you woke up from sleeping with this yeah. stuff, Jesus. Yep. And it was so beautiful. It is literally the best. Anyway, the doll doll is called Hugs from Heaven, mm -hmm. if you've ever heard of them. I got it off. I think they were out on their site. I got it through EWTN's no, site. I didn't. Oh, they I gave it sorry. They gave, it was a gift, but I bought it for other people, mostly my godchildren. I buy them. There's a Jesus and a Mary. And now I'm like, I kind of want the Mary. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I get in bed. I'm like in my jammies. Wow. I like do, I have a lot of stuff that I do at night, guys. Take supplements and it's a whole thing. But then I get in my bed with my little stuffy Jesus 
and we pray night prayer. And I just feel like I have Our Lady and St. Joseph above wow. my bed, and I pray night prayer with them. Wow. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Anyway, that was a very long story. But isn't that so sweet, you guys? I do night prayer with the Holy Family. And so I'm doing that. Maybe I didn't necessarily intend to start doing mm -hmm. that for the summer. Mm -hmm. But all of that to say, probably a lot of reasons I said that. But I do think there's like energy and freshness and grace mm -hmm. to a new prayer routine in a new season. And I was trying other things that weren't working. And the Lord sort of revealed this to me. He kind of gave me the idea and I started doing it. So just change it up. It's fine. Yes. And I am loving it. Anyway, what are you guys saying? Do you guys pray night prayer? Mary Colleen, do you pray night prayer? Lexi, not surprised. Liturgy of the Hours is such a gift for us, along with the religious. Amen. Give such a routine of looking at the Lord throughout the day. Wow. Do you pray Do you pray all the hours, Lexi? What do you do? Wow. Here's the other thing. I felt, I felt very, what's the word for this? Connected? That doesn't, I felt very united with all of the priests and religious whom I love. As I was praying night prayer, just the past couple of nights, I've been like, wow, I, I am not alone. Like, I belong to the church. Yes. I'm going to say that again. When you pray the Liturgy of the Hours, you're praying in union with the church. So I have a deep sense as I pray just mm. night prayer at night that I am united with all of the priests and religious that I love, with all of you who are praying night prayer all over the world. We're, we're praying in union, even in different time zones. We're praying the same prayer. How mm. powerful is that? Wow. The prayers themselves for night prayer are so beautiful. Totally. And you inspired me. I was, I, okay, I'm going to confess. I have yeah. a subscription to receive the Liturgy of the Hours. Oh, the we, Bishop Barron one. Yeah. No And so I've had it for months. No. Like since it first came out. And I've given them away because I haven't yeah. used them. And I'm like, okay, I should probably cancel the subscription because I'm not really using it. Mm. It's not part of my prayer routine. And I got July's in the mail. Yeah. And I'm like... I've, I haven't thought of giving it away. It's yeah. just on my counter. But now I'm going to crack it open. Okay, I would love to see. I've heard that Bishop Barron has this new subscription. Mm -hmm. Is it all of the hours? It's, what is it like? It is. And so okay. they give you one per month. They give you, I mean, you get it like two weeks before the month yeah. begins. It's like $7 a month. Wow. You get the compilation of the Liturgy of the Hours for that month in wow. that book. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and so is the appeal, sorry that I don't know things is the appeal that you don't have to flip. Yes. Because the flipping, I think, is intimidating The to flipping people. is intimidating. You know what I mean? Especially when there's like a feast day or there's, it's just, yeah, there's like options and. Yeah, the, I, I normally, anyway, <laughs> that's why I do night prayer because there really aren't yeah. variations. Although I love morning prayer, love yeah. morning prayer. But more, I, I do a lot of stuff in the morning too. I used to love morning prayer from the liturgy of the hours when I would go to daily mass because oh, I'm like wow. I know what you're saying that was in that was in the morning yeah, prayer beautiful yeah it's I can we share a little bit I know we were talking about yeah. kind of going into a new routine or establishing a routine yeah we talked like two weeks ago about the like the the importance of having mm. a routine but not just for spiritually but for our bodies too like this muscle memory of mm. doing something over and over okay 
taking care of our bodies yeah. in that way. Yeah. We talked about recovery after yes. after sharing. Um, and I just think it's very human of us mm -hmm. to find a way to get into a habit of something yeah. so that our body gets used to it. And it's just, it come, it becomes second nature. You know, we don't think about breathing, but we breathe. Yeah. We shouldn't think about praying next, but mm. we know just but being open to entering into prayer yeah. with the Lord, whatever that looks like. Just that rhythm. Mm -hmm. Getting into a rhythm. Our bodies mm -hmm. need rhythm. Our bodies need totally. routine. I know when my kids are kind of going crazy is because they're not, they're not in a routine. They're not having something that they're comfortable, that they, that they're aware yeah. of. Um, and I know, okay, well, how do we need to reset this? I don't know if you've had that experience where you feel like something feels off, you yeah, know, or yeah. maybe, maybe we went, we prayed and it just doesn't feel like we did enough or it was what we needed or what there's graces in that. And we, and I felt that even going out of yeah. confession, like, yeah. I don't know if that was it for me. And so it's just finding something that we feel the Lord is, wants to sit with, with us. Yeah. In, you know? Yeah. And we have, I mean, such a feast in the church, you know? I know Jenna's evening routine, her evening prayer with her family is the rosary. So we pray the rosary, obviously, as a staff mm -hmm. and with the Blessed Ishii mm -hmm. community every day. But, yeah, what a beautiful devotion to pray with your family. It can be scary because it's not perfect. It's not like cookie-cutter movie scene yeah. praying with family. One thing, as you were sharing that you didn't realize what you were doing this summer is I started instead of hiding or going into a room to pray the morning rosary, mm. I started praying it in wherever my kids were. Okay. The, well, honestly, I want to go back to the grace that you shared about the Lord saying, I just want to hang out with you mm -hmm. on your couch. Mm -hmm. I, I think we, we sometimes get these super spiritual ideas about what a new routine or what prayer is supposed to look like and kind of the circumstances have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm in no way Saying that we don't need these kind of anchoring routine times of prayer. We absolutely sure. do. But are they always going to look the same? Will they always happen at the exact same time? Do your kids have an off day? You know, <laughs> yeah. um, there's a quote from St. Jose Maria Escriva who talks about like praying according to our state in life. Mm -hmm. So I think that's so fitting mm -hmm. that you're you're not hiding from your kids to pray. Yeah. You're, you're actually learning to pray in the midst mm -hmm. of your vocation. Wow. Just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love that. If you were on the rosary last Wednesday, you joined me from my car with my kids <laughs> in the car. Um, and I'm like, you know, we're going to pray the rosary. Yeah. And you're going to be here and we're going to do it in the car. Yeah. Because we can. Because God can hear us in the car too. Yeah. yeah. I'm reading um, Claire Dwyer's book, This Present Paradise. Anybody? changing my life. It's so beautiful. St. Elizabeth of the Trinity, praise God, has adopted me. I don't understand it, but I'm very grateful. Great book. Amazing Ooh. book. You guys, you already know all about this. Wow. Holy moly. It is blessing me page after page, like deep graces. And this conversation mm -hmm. just about kind of prayer and routines, it's reminding me of this beautiful analogy Claire writes about in the book black beauty the lord brought this to mind for her about um you guys you gotta read this book yes okay this present paradise claire dwyer she talks about this scene in black beauty where this young horse stallion is that i don't know the right language didn't read the book didn't read black beauty 
anyway, its owner brings Black Beauty to a pasture that's near railroad tracks. Mm -hmm. And initially, this horse is just like feeding, grazing right near the tracks. And then like whoosh, a freight train comes by and spooks the horse and it runs across the field. But after like days and days of coming there, the horse isn't so spooked by the train, understands mm. that it's coming. There's like a healthy boundary and awareness, but isn't hiding on the opposite end of the field out of fear of the train. And I think sometimes we do this with prayer. This is the point Claire is making that we don't have to have this perfectly quiet pasture mm -hmm. to pray that she's, she's kind of wondering in the book, are we being trained by the distractions in our lives to learn to be able to enter into prayer in our vocation, in wow. our state of life, in the noise and the chaos of the world so that we're not spooked by it and then discouraged in prayer. Isn't that a great analogy? Wow, totally. It's funny because what I was more afraid of, of having that just kind of the chaos around me or the noise. Yeah. Is where I need the Lord to be more present in any way. Oh, amen. So why am I hiding from that? Why am I running away? I want him to be in my day to day, in my vocation with my kids, while I'm changing diapers, whatever the case may be. Um, and not necessarily feeling like, you know, and the Lord very clearly told me in prayer because I used to pray the liturgy of the hours four times a day. Wow. I used to go to wow. daily mass and pray the liturgy of the hours four times a day. And I went into this comparison of, well, my prayer life isn't what it used to be. Mm. And the Lord told me very clearly, like your prayer is your vocation. Your prayer wow. is the way you're living your life right now. And that's all I need from you. That's all I want from you. So being a mom, being a wife in that moment, in this season of my life is how the Lord is mm. coming to me. Mm. And it's just, well, in a way, Steph, isn't that beautiful? Like there's a rhythm to your vocation and like life with children, meals, ordinary, beautiful, messy, sanctified human life. And there's a rhythm to the prayer of the church and the liturgy of the hours. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they like really flow together. Yes. But to make that connection, I think is a real grace yeah. to see that. Don't get me wrong. I love my me and Jesus time. Oh, my one-on-one, -on -one. nothing yeah. beats it. Amen. <laughs> is very very necessary okay what are you guys saying over here let's see um let's scroll up a bit oh do you want to read that from megan great state of life quote from saint francis of rome too mm -hmm. a married woman must when called upon quit her devotions to god at the altar to find him in her household affairs Amen. wow but again both and she is going to the altar and having that in jesus time yeah but the overflow of that is that her life is a prayer. Wow. She's able to be united to the Lord in the midst of those household mm -hmm. duties. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of, and they they flow, I think, uh, mutually. Right. I think the grace of our daily life, the Lord speaks to us. Father Donald Haggerty, in a book that I can't recommend enough, I talk about it every week, I think, Contemplative Hunger, um, he talks about how... Um, the eternal is hidden in the everyday. I mean, take that to your next holy hour. The eternal is hidden in the everyday. And that's that's so true. Our Lord, like sanctified, hidden, ordinary, family, 
human life, mm-hmm. like walking and working mm-hmm. and eating and friendship. Um, and that's the eternal hidden in the ordinary, wow. hidden in the everyday. Yeah. I was excited that ordinary time began for the first time in like, I don't know, I, probably ever that I was actually like very excited so for it. What? Why? Because I was just like, Lord, I know you're here too. Yeah. You know, like yeah. all of these feasts and seasons and, you know, just the, the liturgical year is just beautiful and it's a great rhythm. Yeah. But I was very excited because I know he's the Lord of the middle, you know, like mm. he's in the day to day. He's yeah. He's in the ordinary. And I, it was probably that is that invitation of accepting yeah. my ordinary life with the Lord. Mm. So, yeah. Wow. We have we have switched because I used to be all or team ordinary wow. time. Wow. And I've really begun to love those like other seasons. What's your favorite? Celebratory seasons. Well, Lent. Lent is my favorite season. Lent um, used to be my favorite. Real? Yes. Absolutely. We switched. A you thousand guys, percent. I am I am I am dying about this situation. You're very good to just <laughs> hang in there with us. Okay, Ainsley says, I've always wanted to be able to pray the rosary daily, but life's always been just a little too busy. This summer has afforded me moments where unintentionally God has given me the gift where without even realizing it, I've found myself being able to pray the rosary nearly every day. Thanks be to God. Being able to model that, particularly while my children are at home, Mm -hmm. is another layer of the blessing that this summer season of prayer has given Grace, Amen. God, gosh, let me just tell you something. The beauty of grace, one of the beauties of grace is the generosity of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Every grace he gives us is multi-layered. It like ripples out. It's never only for us. Mm-hmm. I had a priest um, directing me on a five day last year, and he encouraged me to pray the Our Father at the end of every prayer time, mm-hmm. every like personal prayer time. Because he said the graces given in prayer are never only for you individually. They're always meant to come back to the church. Mm-hmm. And so praying the Our Father at the end of our personal prayer, it is like an offering back to the Lord and to the church what God gave us. Yes. So, yeah, of course your children will be blessed. Of course those graces will, um, like, expand mm-hmm. and the roots will spread. Lots of analogies here. You know what I mean? Wow. I love that. I think it's so beautiful that you're able to not be discouraged by, again, that your idea of what the prayer time should be and continue even when you feel like we don't, we don't have enough time for Mm. everything throughout the day, but the Lord's, the Lord makes time. Yeah. That's kind of been my prayer lately. It's like, Lord, let me make time or make time for you. Don't even let me do it. You just make time, make time in my day, my, yes. in my week for, for you. Um, and it's, it's encouraging to know that we're unwavering in our efforts to spend time with him. Mm-hmm. I did a, a desert day on Saturday and like pretty much right away, it didn't go as I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing my desert days a little bit differently. I've been doing them in the city rather than going to the desert. And that has been a real learning curve for me. I'm realizing like how controlling I am of my prayer. And uh, I was like really thrown off and it was totally for my good. The Lord had like some very unique blessings for me in disrupting my plan for my desert day. But it brought about this deeper surrender in me to say to him, lead me, 
Like I'm at the end of myself. I'm so stressed and anxious because one thing changed. Daily Mass got canceled. And then I'm like scrambling. I'm like, I got to get Daily Mass. It's, it was already a later time. It was 8.30. I can't make it to another 8.30. But there was a nine. And the nine was at the parish where we host our Blessed Is She retreat. And the, the beauty of that is I already pray well there. There's mm. like an inheritance there. There's a like a well of grace there for me. And so walking into that church was like, like coming home in a way. I, I'm like swimming in all of the graces that the Lord has given me over the past three years on retreats there. And he wanted to speak to some of that. So, but getting there, I'm like fighting him the whole way. Anyway, why am I telling you guys that? Just that we think we know. So anyway, I've adopted this prayer since Saturday. Um, I've just been saying to the Lord, like, lead me. Today, there was something I wanted to get in a holy hour today. And I was like, I, I could do this and I could do this mass time. And I just said, like, Lord, lead me. And immediately he was like, go at this time. I'm like, oh, yeah, yes. Wow. Karen, I, I just think just one final word on that. I think a part of the frustration. Sorry, I'm going to say this again. I think a part of the frustration and the discouragement around prayer is that we think it's up to us. Whereas prayer is a relationship wow. with another living person. And so we we need him and it directly involves him. Right. And it's actually more about him. Even he cares more about yeah. it even than we do. And so to ask him, right, to ask him to help us to make it happen. You know, it's funny. I, I got this image of like when we set up a, a date with a girlfriend. Yeah. And we're probably running late. And we had to switch the location yeah. and, you know, we're going to have to cut it short or we're going to have to do this instead of that. And it's very casual. Like, oh, that's fine. We can move yeah. seamlessly through those changes. Wow. But when it comes with the Lord, we feel like he can't move or he can't accept that things aren't going to be the way we thought they were going to be in our mind. And he's just like, I just want to hang out with you. We're yeah. just we're having our date. We're having our time together. We had to change whatever this was supposed to look like it's going to be fine, yes, you know? And yeah. so I think that, but I, that takes a lot of humility. And I think there's times where we, we do think that prayer is up to us and yeah. this moment is up to us. And if we yeah. have all of our ducks in a row, then, then we'll receive the graces. Then the Lord will speak. Then the Lord will hear us clearly uh, and, and know exactly what we need. But mm -hmm. he's just so involved in our day to day that he knows, he knows where we're at. He knows what we're up to. He yeah. knows what we're going through and what we've battled to even get there. So he's so kind. Yeah. We're so much harder on ourselves than, yeah. than God yeah. is hard on us. I, I texted a, a new friend this morning and I've been meaning to and wanting to get together with her for months. And I just didn't have any margin to do that. So I've just been kind of avoiding it, mm. but feeling guilty like every day about it essentially. <laughs> and, and the Lord put her on my heart in a very beautiful way this morning. And so first thing, um, I texted her and she received me with such grace. It like brought tears to my eyes. She was like, do not apologize. I've been looking forward to this. Like, no worries at all here. Like, it was so kind wow. that it, it was like very healing for me to realize everybody's not mad at me. Mm -hmm. Everybody's not disappointed in me. And, and I think I put that on the Lord too, mm -hmm. in my prayer. I'm not praying as much as I should or how I think it should look. So God must be 
withholding from me because I'm not showing up. I'm not doing my part. The Lord is so gracious, so gentle, so kind, so happy to see us. It doesn't have to be perfect, but we do have to keep going, you know, keep trying. To tie this back into community, I think when we share that with someone, it gives them the space to say, I feel that way too. Mm. I haven't been able to get my prayer routine in. I feel like I'm not doing enough. And then we are able to hold each other accountable. You know, I I remember texting uh, one of my friends and I said, um, she just moved near me. I said, if you ever need to go to the chapel, you can leave your kids with me. I'm I'm already going to be home. Like, just go because we were both sharing like, yeah, oh, we need to, we need to make more time to go to the chapel and do this and that. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm already going to be here. Yeah. You go with kids. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've heard of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've heard of some other groups of friends or maybe even just two girlfriends who do like a swap. Mm-hmm. Like I'll do daily mass this day and watch your kids and you do daily mass that day. I said that backwards, but I, I just think a holy hour swap could holy be really cool swap. or a daily mass swap could be really, really cool. I think totally. it's beautiful too to meet there, mm-hmm. but sometimes you you do just need to go, mm-hmm. especially when Sunday mass is like a WWE <laughs> wrestling match with your little kids. Sometimes you do need to just go yeah. and have that. Did I say that right? Is it WWE? Yeah, it is now. Wow, I'm impressed <laughs> myself. Wow. Yes, mamas need holy hours. Amen. Yep. Yeah. Are you talking about me and my family? <laughs> no, no judgment at all. I literally no. am like, Lord Jesus, these people are saints yeah. in the making. I'm literally I'm like walking, sweating for them. I'm walking know? out the door sweating, saying, Lord, I made it. That's I received yeah. you, and yes. that's all I have. I'm gonna go take a nap. I mean, which is so what else can we do? Yeah. Nothing. We can literally do nothing. It reveals our poverty, thanks be to God, because otherwise we just think we know what we're up to. Yeah. We don't. We yeah. don't. Lord, lead me. Yeah. We need mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Amen. I have some friends who do a holy hour swap. Wow. It has been a real blessing for them. So cool. That's sweet. I mean, literally, you guys, you could text a friend right now mm-hmm. and say, hey, do you want to do a holy hour swap with me once a week so you could get your holy hour in um, and I'll watch your kids? What is that? An hour and a half, assuming yeah. you live close together. And what a sweet little play date. I think that could be really cool. I'm going to text someone. I'm gonna well, do you it. already do that. You already offered it. Well, I that. offered it. Yeah, yeah. But I need someone to watch my kids too. Yeah, yeah. We don't live near each other. <laughs> no. I'm just going to come drop them off to the office. And I'm gonna go. <laughs> come on. Um. Well, I have loved this. Yeah. Amazing. Thanks for all of your feedback. I hope there was a little inspiration here for you too. And actually, I just want to encourage you to pay attention to that. If, if as we were talking, um, you thought, I really want to return to a daily rosary, or mm-hmm. I'd like to do one daily mass a week. Maybe it was a totally new inspiration, like the Lord saying, hey, why don't you dust off Bible in a year podcast, you know, mm-hmm. and, and pick it back up in this season, mm-hmm. um, whatever that is. If you want to do night prayer and pray in union with the church and with me, would love that. If you want to order a Hugs from Heaven doll <laughs> to snuggle and pray with at night, I can't recommend that enough. Anyway, I just want to encourage you to pay attention to mm-hmm. those inspirations. 
pay attention to where your heart was drawn during this conversation. Is it for community this summer? Can you reach out to a friend for communion and coffee? Um, can you do the Matthew study kind of like we're doing at the, the Blessed Sheet weekly nights? Um, is it for prayer? Is it like, okay, Lord, I gotta, I'm, I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My routine's not really working in this new season. So is there something fresh that you wanna invite me to? Again, we're not making stuff happen. We're just responding to the Lord's invitation through his promptings. And I think, tell someone what you're doing. Wow. Tell someone what you're doing so that you say it. Yeah, yeah. And then you're held accountable. Someone can hold you accountable or you can hold yourself accountable saying, I said I was going to do this. I mean, even just to check in and be like, oh, how yeah. is that? Because again, to share our prayer, like, like increases the beauty and the richness mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. A thousand percent. Yeah. Wow, Steph, I'm feeling very inspired. I'm feeling very inspired too. Let's do this. Happy summer. Happy summer, friends. Love you guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.